Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And it is officially Aquarius season. Happy birthday to the Aquarians in the world. I am so sorry that you're a Aquarius season is, you know, partially ruined by Mercury retrograde, but I hope you enjoy your birthdays regardless. Yes, but we do have some good news about Venus not being retrograde anymore coming soon. So yeah, Mercury retrograde is is happening and my apologies if that's in your solar return. AKA like if it's happening on your birthday, but we do have some good things coming. So there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. So just to recap a little before we get into the Aquarius season rundown, Mercury is retrograde. We did do an episode all on what on earth that means. It's been a little bit interesting so far. I have not been a fan. Also this week, because this episode comes out on the 17th, you may be listening to this being like, oh, well, isn't there a full moon today? Why aren't you talking about it? We did last week. So if you're listening to this on the day the episode came out, there is a full moon in Cancer that's happening today. Go listen to last week's episode before you listen to this one and get the full understanding about this uh, full moon and cancer but if you're listening to this past that like hey don't worry about it unless you really want to go back and listen to that then do what you gotta do when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So if you're new to this podcast and you may not know this already, but during each zodiac sign season, we really start to embody the energy of the sign that season it is. So during Capricorn season, we all became very Capricorn-like. Now that we're in Aquarius season, we become very Aquarian-like. And then during Pisces season, we'll become more like Pisces. Aquarius season begins on January 19th at 9.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is according to AstroSeek, since for some reason... Every single time I say the time of a transit or the date, everyone's like, no, that's the wrong day or time. I'm giving you my source. So it's East Coast time, too, by the way, just in case we have someone who uh, is listening. Well, actually, if you're in another country, BT, by the way, I guess we're like in the US, but also on the East Coast. So that's where all of our times come from. Yes. Anyways, continue. Anyways, that is apparently when the sun enters Aquarius. If you want to think that it's at another time, then please believe that. I, I don't know what to tell you all, all anymore. <laughs> I'm citing my sources for you. Anyways. We're trying our best. I, I'm, I'm really on thin ice here. Um, <laughs> the sun enters Aquarius on January 19th at 9.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, according to Astro Seek. 
With that being said, once this happens, we start to take on the Aquarius energy. What on earth does that entail? Being a little bit more forward thinking, being a little bit more innovative, being really just like in our own energy, embracing what makes us unique, embracing what makes us original and really focusing on making that part of ourselves really known. I always feel like Aquarians tend to have like something really unique and special about them that sets them apart. Like oddly, no two Aquariuses are alike, even though they are extremely alike. Uh, So you might be finding certain parts about yourself that are just really unique to you that tend to take the spotlight a little bit more during this time. Yeah, and Aquarius is an air sign, so that's kind of where some of those very unique and like specific interests come from. So it really is kind of a good time to explore, you know, who you are, like as a person, your personality, because it's the sun that is entering the sign of Aquarius. And we actually talked about this a little bit before, so if you've been listening, then you already kind of know, but... Aquarius energy does deal with friendships and kind of like our social lives in that way as well. So yeah, Mercury retrograde is happening and we're reflecting on that, but it's going to be even more, I guess, prominent or it's also just like in general, always prominent during Aquarius season. So if you see some of those themes kind of like jumping out at you or just becoming even more relevant, like maybe before it wasn't and then now it's like becoming a thing again, that's also, you know, just because it's Aquarius season. Yeah, so as me and Kara have kind of been mentioning for a while now, like the networks you belong to, the groups of people you associate with, you know, all of those things might be a a focus for you. But I also want to mention too that there is this level of detachment that comes during Aquarius season. Uh, If you've listened to any of the past episodes, then you'll know that Uh, I talked a lot about detachment already and what on earth that means, but as someone who just finished The Five Levels of Attachment, it is a book that I strongly recommend. A lot of the things we're thinking about right now are sort of what we're actually attached to and how can we sort of let go of that. So this might include actually, and I want to mention this, like, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have like friendship breakups or regular breakups or quitting your job or whatever, but you might be attached to certain expectations of what a friend should do and you sort of start to let go of that expectation of what a real friend is or whatnot. Uh, Or similarly, there just might be ideals that you attach to that you are kind of taking a step back from or beliefs, or just opinions, or ways of doing things that you might be taking a step back from during this Aquarius season. Yeah, another like kind of related thing too is like our sense of community and like the people you, I don't know, surround yourself with, which, you know, definitely can be your friends. It can be the people you talk to at work. It could be your family. It could be your roommates, like whatever, you know, whoever those people are to you I guess that could that like dynamic and that situation could be really on your mind as well I know that I was just I don't know trying to get my life together and looking at like a lot of organization and like to-do list strategies and like 
weird things like that I know it's my Virgo moon and by the way it almost never actually happens in real life but you know I like to peruse and see what other people are doing and I was watching one of these videos and this this is like revolutionary to me it was saying that like you know you could ask people for help like did you know that you could do that like you don't have to like do everything like you could automate things like I don't know. Like, I don't know. I can't think of any examples that aren't directly related to Jade's life. She is my inspiration for even just like ordering groceries. But anyways, sometimes it can be really important just to remind yourself that it's okay to kind of like lean on the people that, you know, are around you that you can trust if you are, I don't know, really busy or just in a space where you need like a little bit of extra support and things like that as well. I know that the Aquarius energy isn't necessarily the most like emotional. I mean, we will get to our emotions when we talk about what the moon's going to be up to a little bit later but it is good still to like have that support and to like be around people well let's break down some of the aspects that are going to occur with the sun in aquarius uh because fun fact aquarius season's jam-packed we've got a lot to talk about so uh i want to get the the ball moving (laughs) but the sun. Well, first, let's discuss aspects because every week there's somebody new who might not know what an aspect is, and it's always good to just explain. Aspects are when the planets are interacting with one another, and those interactions kind of make things a little bit more spicy. So on January 23rd, the sun in Aquarius will be conjunct Mercury. This is a really good day for sort of letting your ideas be heard, letting your thoughts be, you know, known. I also want to mention that Mercury is retrograde though. So you might also kind of be reflecting a little bit about, again, your like identity at this time, reflecting on what your role is in the world and things along those lines. The good news is, is that when the Mercury retrograde conjuncts, you know, meets up with the sun like that, it kind of like marks the halfway point, I guess, of the retrograde. So usually during like the time before the retrograde and the first like half of it is when things kind of like, you know, start coming up. That's when you start having like the little bit of like hiccups and like the miscommunication and like, I don't know, maybe random realizations come up. But then after that conjunction happens, that's kind of like when you start getting to the point where you're like, okay, let's problem solve and then eventually, you know, find the resolutions, you know, towards the end of the retrograde and when it's over. But yeah, it's not, it's not all bad. I mean, it's not the best, but it is definitely like, you know, getting there. (laughs) Well, on January 30th, the sun will be square Uranus. This is a a conflicting aspect. And uh, one thing I want to mention is that this might make you kind of really want to change up everything in your life, but also similarly kind of not want to do that because that's not who you are. Uh, I've actually been talking to Kara about how this, you know, the fixed signs square Uranus situation has kind of resulted in this whole like we need to change what works, but also we don't know what works if we don't stick with it for a while (laughs) and like tough it out type energy. 
Like that's a big theme that's been kind of happening for everyone and everything in every area of life. But this might be something you kind of are thinking about kind of now in terms of who you are as a person, kind of like I need to change things up. But also how do I know that it's time to change things up if I've only been doing this thing for this amount of time and I haven't done it for a while or I've always done it and it's always worked and like (laughs) why would I change it? Like things like that might kind of be in the air. There can be this weird uncomfortable need to just break free but also like it it doesn't really feel right yeah I'm like as a Taurus it's really hard to like change things up especially when you know what works like for example I decided that I was going to read a romance book I usually read like I don't know nonfiction, personal development self-help psychology type books And obviously, like, a lot of astrology books. Honestly, that's pretty much what makes up my whole bookcase. But I tried to, like, read something else. And I was like, yeah, let me just, like, try it. Like, maybe I'll just, like, I don't know, read for fun. Like, I'm at a project. Like, I should be able just to, like, relax and enjoy myself. And I actually hated the book. And, like, the name of the book and whatever, like, doesn't really matter, I don't think. But it was not it was not for me. But point is, is that if you're a fixed sign, then you already are familiar with this energy because you have been experiencing some type of something going on with Uranus, kind of destabilizing everything and making you just want to change but also want routine and structure but also absolutely hate it <laughs> at the exact same time. And if you do not have any, like, really big prominent fixed placements in your chart welcome to the party um hope you enjoy on february 4th the sun will be conjunct saturn to be honest you might be really 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 freaking hard on yourself on february 4th you might feel kind of just like you need to be this responsible person there might be some pessimism towards yourself I mean, you might also be thinking about your long-term goals and like where you want to be in life, but I just wanted to mention that there could be some some hard, harsh thoughts and feelings about yourself that day. Yeah, it's hard. This is my – I have this in my chart. So I, if I had a solution <laughs> – I definitely would, like, let you know. I'm kind of kidding. I'm half kidding, but also, like, it's very real because it can be hard. But also, you know, saying your affirmations and things like that's really important. This aspect might be a little bit tricky because, like we said, the sun is in Aquarius and you want to, like, you know, be yourself, discover who you are, I don't know, do things like that. But then with the sun being conjunct Saturn, it might also simultaneously feel like it's hard to be yourself or like, I don't want to say that like I don't fit in type of energy because it doesn't have to be that, but it can just kind of feel like, you know, I want to be this person, but like I can't right now. Like that is that like Saturn, like realistic slash maybe a little bit like pessimistic (laughs) negative type of energy. That's kind of like, I don't know, it could feel like you're – being held back by something if that like makes any sense at all that's like oddly specific but just wanted to mention i do want to mention that the following (laughs) this is unrelated but the following transits that we're about to explain to you all will have their own episode in weeks to come so this is going to be just a general overview but if you want the details of anything really sparks your 
interest, makes you want to know a little bit more, then definitely you're going to want to stick around for the weeks to come where we will go over everything in much more detail. Yeah. Uh, But without further ado, let's just break down everything that's going to happen in Aquarius season. On January 24th at 7.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mars enters Capricorn. Mars is the planet of motivation. Capricorn knows how to hustle. Mars actually really likes to be in Capricorn. It does well in Capricorn. When this occurs, we really start to see our ambition take over and go at it full throttle. This is really going after the goals you have really seriously being really driven for success, hungry for success, motivated to do well and have your work be recognized. Uh, You might also really start to take initiative on the things that you've actually been wanting to accomplish, whether that's even just as simple as like being the person to text first in the group chat to make plans, (laughs) or it could even literally mean signing up for, you know, the spin class you've been wanting to take for a million years. Like this is about actually taking that initiative, that first step and going after it. Yeah. And that's because Capricorn is a cardinal sign. And what I think I love kind of the most about this whole like set up a situation is that like with the Aquarius energy and even like low key a little bit of the Mercury retrograde energy, like we're thinking, like we're analyzing, we're figuring it out. And then we have Mars and Capricorn, okay, to help us put all the things that we are figuring out into action. And it's if you, I don't know, are a big fan of astrology, if you've been here for a while, you, I wouldn't be surprised if you heard that, like, you know, you're not supposed to start, like, anything new during a Mercury retrograde. And, like, I'm not saying that you should start something new. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. And it's not really, I don't know, I guess the point at all of what I'm saying. It's just that, like, when Mars is in Capricorn, you have that more, like, practical, like, sense and, like, ability to actually put things, like, into action. So it doesn't have to mean, like, you know, you're going to start a whole project. I mean, like, you I guess you could if that's like where you're at or if you like do it after the Mercury retrograde is over or something like that. But it also could just mean like, you know, getting that routine back together and like, I don't know, doing your skincare every day. Like it doesn't always have to be like, I don't know, revolutionary. I mean, again, Aquarius season. So it could be, but it also could just be like the little things. Yeah, like setting boundaries too. (laughs) We love. It could be like, let me actually say no to this person and tell them to (laughs) kindly fuck off. Yeah. Even like I noticed too that sometimes I like – like I need to like have boundaries too like on my personal time. Like I forgot about that. Like when Apple came out with that focus mode that was like for personal focus, at first I was like, why would I ever need that? And then I remembered like your alone time, your personal time, your time to rest and like I don't know, do what you need to do is like important and like sometimes if you like have a lot on a lot of notifications like on your phone that can like be distracting and then like I'll open it and then I'll be like wait why did I do that I was trying to do this and whatever so yeah boundaries very important especially too when it comes to like I don't know your self-care time too the day after Mars enters Capricorn, so January 25th at 10.05 p.m. Eastern Time, Mercury retrograde will make its way into Capricorn. The Mercury retrograde started off in Aquarius and spends, honestly, just like 
literally like a week in Capricorn. During this week of Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, though, we will be kind of reflecting on what exactly our goals are, reflecting on what exactly our plan is. If we, again, like the day before Mars entered Capricorn, we're like, okay, yeah, let's hustle. Let's get it done. Like, let's get the ball moving. Then like the next day, it's like, wait, what am I actually doing? Um, (laughs) What are the steps I'm supposed to take? Like, I feel hungry and motivated, but I have no idea what I'm supposed to do to get there. Like, um, SOS, that's (laughs) this, this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn being like, wait, hold the phone for a minute. We need to figure out what exactly we're doing, how we're getting there, what what is actually the practical steps to take <laughs> it's it's making me laugh because in dance we have this thing where they say like oh like be wrong and strong and like low-key that's the kind of energy this gives off where it's kind of just like yeah like you you thought and then you thought no <laughs> but that's also like very mercury retrograde ish but yeah when it enters capricorn again it's that more like realistic like practical kind of side to it and you know the whole th- the whole time it's really important to i guess like be reflecting on your goals and to be reflecting on everything but yeah it's just like a little bit more of a continuation i guess of a lot of the things that have been going on and i don't know the date of when it goes direct but i hope it's going soon oh wait i see it february 3rd you're welcome <laughs> we'll talk more about it in, in in its own episode with Mars and Capricorn. Like I said, they'll have their own episode. We'll talk about the aspects. We'll break it down for you all. On to the next. On January 29th <laughs> at 3.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Venus ends its retrograde in Capricorn. Venus is back on track. So if your love life was kind of a mess, your friendships maybe were kind of a mess, just all of your interpersonal relationships were kind of a mess, We've got good news. After January 29th, you might start to see some forward-moving progress on these relationships, especially if during the Venus retrograde, a lot of realizations came up. You might be ready to actually move forward and maybe address these things head on. Uh, Similarly, you know, maybe there were some things that kind of triggered you. Now you can kind of like start the healing process or things like that. Um, I will also say that even though Venus will station direct, there could still be some sort of, I guess, nostalgia just because Venus in Capricorn still tends to kind of by nature be reflective on the past. Uh, So if like it's not an immediate shift where you're like, why am I still thinking about something from forever ago that bothered me? I thought Venus retrograde ends. Like, that's also just important to know. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next couple of things we're going to talk about actually kind of happen back-to-back-ish. So, yes, Venus is going to go direct. Mercury at that time will still be retrograde. And then a few days later, it will go direct. But, like, it's very common, like Jade was saying, for our, the Capricorn and some of the Saturn energy we were talking about before, too, to, like, be reflective and to be thinking about the past. And, like, yes, we are having both Venus, because uh, that's what we're talking about right now, and Mercury eventually, you know, going to go direct. But don't be surprised if you're still kind of reflecting. And don't also think that that's, like, a bad thing either. Like, You know, it's important to reflect. We say this every single time something goes retrograde, but like in order to like move forward, you have to figure out, 
you know, what happened in the past and like learn from it. So like I wouldn't be discouraged, I guess is what I'm saying, if that's something that you like relate to. Also, unrelated personal note, but this is reminding me that I need to make my hair appointment because I've been waiting for the retrogrades to be over to like go and get a haircut. So if you are thinking about getting a haircut soon, my advice is, according to the astrology, of course, would be to make it after February 3rd. Okay, we can keep going. (laughs) On February 1st at 12.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so a little midnight moment, the new moon happens in Aquarius. So also again, just want to clarify this. I did say that this new moon happens February 1st at 1245 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you check your calendar and see that it happens January 31st at like nine something p.m. that's in Pacific time, like that's still correct. So depending on where you are in the world, this is February 1st or January 31st. I just really am... I'm listen I'm I you can tell I'm really I'm really losing it I'm sorry but like this we're we don't need to be Virgos right now and nitpick like I told you where the source is like it's okay anyways you you do your own google if you need to on February 2nd it is Groundhog Day you're welcome (laughs) if the if Phil sees its shadow I'm gonna lose my mind I don't even know what the good one is. What which which ones do we? You want? know, people say astrology is ridiculous, but we really listen to a groundhog in their shadows. So if the groundhog says winter, that was taught in schools. That was taught in schools. Everyone I remember, we used to watch it like on TV when I was like Same. in elementary school. So if you can believe in Groundhog Day, then you can believe in astrology. Amen. <laughs> February 1st or January 31st, wherever you are in the world, we have a new moon in Aquarius. This new moon, new moons are times of new beginnings. This is a time of setting intentions. And this is going to be a time to really set some serious intentions around, you know, who you want to become in a way, what you need to let go of in a way, who your friends are who you're following on social media, what your boundaries are with social media, what needs to change, what needs to stay the same, what are you most proud of, what do you need to do to move forward? There's a lot of themes that can kind of come up during this new moon. It's kind of nuanced, if you will. (laughs) This new moon, though, is actually probably a really good time to set boundaries or to think about like the way that you use technology we haven't really talked about that in a minute but you know if you are thinking about social media and how you use and or don't want to use it anymore I'm not saying anything about anything jk like I'm probably gonna delete my twitter but anyways new moon's new start (laughs) aquarius sometimes can deal with things related to technology and social media. So we might see some things about that or that might be something that you want to, again, like, I don't know, be thinking about or just like have new intentions in order to like better shape your relationship with the technology that you use. And I mean, I don't know, I really enjoy my smart lights and my other smart things because, you know, if you know, you know. Wait, what is it? The girls who get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. You know, you just can't say the person's name. 
But anyways. Yeah, like I said, nuanced, new moon, some juicy stuff in that. We'll dissect it at a later date. The good news, as Kara mentioned already, is Mercury retrograde will end on February 3rd. This happens at 11.13 p.m. Eastern time. So a little nighttime moment, but after that, communication will be back on track, tech stuff back on track, all of that stuff back on track. We'll have Mercury in Capricorn for quite a minute. Uh, Mercury will be in Capricorn until Valentine's Day. Actually, Mercury enters Aquarius on Valentine's Day. So there could be some thinking logically, thinking practically, some you know, five-year plan situation going on, some, you know, logical, (laughs) anti-emotional thoughts. I can't even believe that, you know, Valentine's Day is during Aquarius season. It makes no sense to me. Actually, no, (laughs) let's talk about it. Why would you put, first of all, for, you can tell that Mercury's retrograde because listen to the two of us right now. We're a hot mess. I'm going to be honest. But Aquarius season is also here. You can tell because why I'm thinking about things that make me mad in society. Why would you put a Hallmark <laughs> holiday in the most rebellious, so anti-everything anti sign? Like Aquarius doesn't care for a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. And then everyone knows. Also, Aquarius doesn't really like PDA. Yeah. <laughs> They're low key. Why would you do this? Who planned this? Why? I don't know if like I just if have a this is a me thing, but I don't know if I've ever like actually had like a very successful this was amazing <laughs> Valentine's Day. Like I feel like it always feels like a regular day. And then like if you do have a Valentine, like you get like a little gift and like I don't know. It's just not like how I think it should be, if that makes any sense. They should put it during Libra season. That's what I thought. No, the last the last Valentine's Day I enjoyed was in elementary school. You know what? I really miss getting random candy and little notes saying about how cool of a student I am and how I'm a good friend from my classmates. I miss that, you know? Oh, that's so wholesome. They, like, forced everyone. I don't know if this is a thing or this is a rule at your school, but, like, everyone was forced to, like, give every single person yep. a Valentine's Day present. So I did it, not, like, yep. a present, but, like, a little thing. So I feel like, I don't know. It was it was a little fake. It, it was fake, but you know what? I enjoyed it. I loved seeing. <laughs> I love judging too. Like, oh, you gave me lollipops. That's what you're giving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some people gave yeah. better candy than others. So yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, anyway. February fifteenth is the day to go buy all your candy on sale. You're welcome. We're really just all over the place. <laughs> Mercury retrograde, leave us alone. On February 14th at 4.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury enters Aquarius. We've got that energy back on track. More thinking outside the box, thinking outside the norm, being original in our thought process, but still detaching from things that don't make sense, things that no longer serve us. We've got that, you know, broad social justice, activism, fight for the cause energy coming back with the Mercury and Aquarius. You might be realizing things the way that me and Kara are currently very upset about Valentine's Day and how (laughs) it doesn't make sense. You might have some strong opinions about things. That's all kind of coming up after Valentine's Day again. Yeah, that like rebellious energy (laughs) that you just saw us channel into Valentine's Day is going to be like a big thing when Mercury's in Aquarius. I mean, 
Well, Mercury deals with our like thinking and communication. So, you know, we already told you everything about like what Aquarius energy is like, but now we're going to take that into like the way that we like think and plan and speak. So like, don't be surprised if you are feeling a little bit rebellious. And then because Aquarius is a fixed sign too, you might be very like set and like, no offense to me, but, like, I'm literally a Taurus, so, like, I, I also have a lot of other fixed energy in my chart, so, like, if you're a Scorpio, Aquarius, I don't know, Taurus, what am I missing? Oh, wait, Leo, that's all of them. Leo. Oh, yeah, and Leos. I always forget that they're a fixed sign because they're fire, but anyways, when you have fixed energy, you can be very set on your goals, and, like, it's a good thing. Like, it's a good thing to, like, be determined and to, like, have that resiliency, but also sometimes you could be a little a little bit stubborn. So with Mercury and Aquarius, I feel like it either ends up being you're, like, very innovative. You're very much so, like, trying to, you know, do your own thing, figure it out, try something new, and then there's also, like, the other side to it where you're, like, very set on things being one way simultaneously. So, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster, but it will be fun. And it will be a, definitely a good time, too, um, once it's, like, direct again, too, to see what happens with, like, social media and things like that. On February 16th at 11.56 a.m. Eastern Time, we have the full moon in Leo. I will say that this full moon might feel a little funky because uh, it's got some squares to some nodes. We'll explain that later. But this full moon will be a, a time to really prioritize ourselves, to sort of recognize our worth, what we deserve, put ourselves in the spotlight, be not afraid to really show the world who we are, what we believe in, what we stand for, what makes us different, what makes us special. All of those things might be coming up at the time. Yeah, I really enjoy the full moon in Leo. I mean, we say this every single time there's a full moon and how full moons are about releasing and you'll see this all over, I don't know, social media even like in the spiritual community in general where people are like full moons let go of what no longer serves you but like that's so like literally spot on for the full moon in leo because it is kind of about like shedding away all of the layers that you know just like don't resonate with you anymore or just like i don't know i don't know a better way of saying just like it isn't in alignment with you i know that both of those things are like cheesy but it's true sometimes we like get stuck in habits where we have like you know some beliefs or just like some things going on that we just need to be like okay actually no more this is not this is not it and I'm going to do something else so that I can honor myself and be who I am and we always love the confidence boost that comes with Leo it's like I don't know a little taste of what we will experience hopefully in the summer I really miss the warm weather I love Leo season Leo season is probably one of the best vacation seasons again not not relevant but Again, that like very like confident, almost like, I don't know, like fun and exciting, like fiery, passionate Leo energy is, I don't know, good time. Yeah, it's really kind of just kind of like, I love myself. I love who I am. I'm not going to let no one get in my way or nothing stop me. 
The last moment of Aquarius season occurs on February 16th at 7.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jupiter, the planet of abundance, spirituality, luck, and all of these things, will make a positive aspect to Uranus, the planet of the unexpected. With this being said, this is kind of a really good opportunity to sort of let go, trust the process, and embrace the unknown. And like uh, anything can happen, change might occur, but whatever works out for me will be and is meant for me type of energy. It feels very spiritual in a way, almost kind of like, hey, things are going to definitely not be the same as they once were, but it doesn't matter because good things are coming type of vibe. Also, too, it does bring on some opportunity to see some progress in the things that we're trying to change in our lives and also in society as well. I'm excited for this one because Jupiter, you know, it expands. It almost like accelerates. I know that we've somehow we've given a lot of like car metaphors, I feel like in our lifetime, you know, in podcasting. But, you know, with all of the Aquarius and now the Uranus energy, like we really are trying to make those changes. And then with Jupiter's optimism and just kind of like, I don't know, like it's all just going to be okay type energy is really like helpful and supportive. Sometimes it can feel like, like, sorry, I can't get rid of my car metaphor. Like, you know, when you're like driving and then like you accidentally step on the gas too hard and like, it's fine. It's just like, whoa, sometimes like it can feel a little bit like that, especially if there's things that are changing that you are aware of, but aren't necessarily necessarily like, you know, trying to change or like it's not something that you're in control of. It's just like, you know, you just know it's changing. It's happening. You might see like it sort of sort of like just start to develop more quickly and you just kind of like see those changes happen. uh, Yeah, just like on a quicker pace, like right after each other. So yeah, definitely not something to like be worried about or like to be like afraid of or like fearful of. I mean, that's definitely never our goal here anyways. I just, yeah, the Jupiter energy is really positive. It's making a positive aspect. Like, I don't know. It's just good vibes over here apparently. still this whole episode (laughs) it is a nice way to close out Aquarius season Pisces season will begin on February 18th so you'll have that that energy to carry you through Pisces season and um, we'll obviously talk about Pisces season when the time comes so that is it for this week's episode per usual we hope you found all this information to be helpful useful and relevant you're definitely going to want to stick around for the weeks to come where we break down every single one of these things you just heard in more detail if you want to stay in the loop with us you're going to want to make sure to follow us on Instagram at BLME the stars it is the same on Twitter at BLME the stars we are on TikTok now, BLME the stars POD. That is all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.